Welcome to the Weekly Transit, where we talk about what's happening in the planets and stars and how it affects us here on Earth. I'm Ingrid Iverson, and I'm here with my friend and brilliant astrologer, Scott Tajarian. Hello, Scott. Hey, Ingrid. What's happening? What is happening? Well, I have no idea what's happening. Good, good. You're not supposed to, Ingrid. I'm supposed to know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening for the week of August 17th through the 23rd? What is happening is the new moon in Leo and the sun after the new moon in Leo is going to move into Virgo. Yay! Yay! Hooray for Ingrid! That's my sign! (laughs) Yes. Okay, so themes for the week. Sovereignty is a theme always uh, as the sun is in Leo and especially with the new moon in Leo. It's about being seen being heard shining another big theme is karmic bonds because when you look at like last week last week was about articulating your dreams dreaming big expanding your mind really delving into your subconscious pulling your dreams out connecting them to your conscious mind and putting them into action so this week we're building upon that and when you build upon that When you have new dreams and you have new goals, sometimes what happens is the people that are around you that should be supporting you in your quest, the supporting characters in the divine story of your life, sometimes members of the cast need to change. Either they change within themselves or you get a new actor or a new character. So this is what's happening the week of August 17th. So are you saying that the people around you are going to shift to the new reality you've created? Yeah. And if they're not shifting with you, then maybe they will fall away? Yes. Monday, August 17th. The sun, the heavenly body that brings light, life, and vitality to wherever it goes is now at the exact same degree, just as it was yesterday, but now it's even tighter, even closer with Mercury, the planet that rules your conscious mind, and how you communicate. So, Leo, this is the sign of the lion. Fix fire. Very loyal, very stubborn. It is time for the lion to enunciate its roar. So, continuing to communicate with confidence. Yes, but really doing so with clarity. It's one thing to be confident, but at the same time, it's, it's a little more nuanced than that. You can be confident... In whatever your purpose is, you can be confident in how you communicate your purpose. But are other people understanding what you're saying? Being more intentional with your communication so other people are hearing you. Yes. Intentional, but really articulating. Making sure that your message is being heard. And not just by roaring and yelling like the lion, so to speak. But by really choosing your words with precision, so that the message you're delivering hits home. That's what Monday's about. Last week was all about building that idea and connecting that idea, that dream to your conscious mind, and then 
putting it into action? Well, along the way, you still need to be able to communicate what it is you want. If the king can't communicate to the royal court, how is anything going to get done? So maybe also knowing your audience, tailoring your message to whoever you're trying to communicate with. Yeah. You wouldn't communicate the same way to your partner as you would to your boss. So everybody's an individual and you need to learn to communicate your idea tailored for each individual. And that's possible today. Well, and also I'll just say about Monday, the question to to ask yourself is what have you been wanting to share but have been too timid waiting for the right moment to speak? Speak now. Tuesday, August 18th. There are a lot of planets happening today. But it starts with the new moon. And the new moon is when the sun and the moon meet up at the exact same degree in the same sign. And when the moon moves past the sun, it begins its new cycle. So the new moon is occurring in Leo. The moon represents the emotions. It represents your past your upbringing, your roots, how you were nurtured, and how those who nurtured you influence how you are a nurturer. It also represents what you need to feel fulfilled emotionally and how you respond when you are emotional. So with the moon and the sun meeting up in the lion, the emotions are going to be very bold. And the new moon is about planting the seeds of the coming harvest for the coming 28-day cycle. So what seeds are you planting And are they bold? Bold ideas are to be planted during the new moon in Leo. Is there any focus for these intentions we're planting right now besides being bold? The intentions are about being seen, about shining. How are you bringing light to the world? The sun rules Leo. It's all about bringing light. The sun brings light, life, and vitality to wherever it goes. So what are you planting in the coming harvest that's going to be bring light to the world? How are you going to bring warmth to the world? Nurturing your passions, filling yourself up, and making dates with yourself to do the things that you love so that you have that light to bring to other people in whatever aspect, whether that's work or relationships. Yeah, and I like passions with Leo. It's a very creative sign. It's a very playful sign. This is a sign that represents dating and love life. You could bring some romance into the planting of the seeds of the coming harvest. Definitely. But be creative. The lion is not shy. So really be ardent with how you're creating, passionate with how you're creating. Open your heart. That's the big intention is opening your heart. It's also a playful sign. So I think that kind of goes hand in hand with opening your heart. When you're able to open your heart, you can play. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're most alive is when you're feeling free. The essence of who you are is like a child. Yes, exactly. But here's the big challenge. The sun, the moon, and Mercury, which is still close by, the conscious mind, are all aligning with Saturn, the authority, restriction. So you want to be playful, you want to have fun, you want to be a child, but then at the same time, there's Saturn looking over. That just sounds like anxiety. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a downer, I guess, but I don't really look at it that way. I see it as a way to really forge your passions. It's like forging in fire and earth, like creates like a clay pot. What we were saying last week that like working with what you've got. So maybe this restriction is 
helping you get creative to work with what you have and you can be playful and you can plan bold actions with whatever you have right now. You don't need anything different or special to do that. Even if you're feeling restricted, that's okay. Just get creative. Yes. Don't let the restriction get you down. Restriction is the birth of revolutionary ideas. Your restriction is what teaches you to think outside the box. Yes, that's what it's all about. And then there's Venus connecting with Uranus. Venus is the planet of relationships in Cancer, the sign of emotions, your roots, your childhood. So Venus in Cancer is all about the home, love in the home, love as it relates to your upbringing, how your relationships have manifested into your adult life due to your childhood experiences and how you are nurtured. It's aligning with Uranus, which is the planet of innovation and independence. So, innovation, right? Yeah, getting creative with what you have. Yes, yes. And then Mercury is also aligning with the North Node in Gemini which is the sign that Mercury rules. So you have the planet of the conscious mind connecting to the soul's purpose in the sign of consciousness and communication. So the restriction is leading to some innovation and really giving you an opportunity to work your mind so that you can be a better communicator in what you want, what you need to be creative. There's so many things happening that day and they all just tie kind of one into the other. It's like a symphony. That's how I view it. I view like the planets and stars like a symphony. You have the whole orchestra working together of the heavenly bodies that are playing a song that we're all dancing to, (laughs) whether we're aware of it or not. (laughs) So on Wednesday, August 19th, the sun aligns with the north node in Gemini. So... The sun represents your identity. The north node represents your soul's purpose. The sun is in the sign of sovereignty. The north node is in the sign of communication. So this is speaking from that place of bold confidence and really learning how that ties into your soul's purpose. I mean, communication is key. So if you can master that, then... Then you can get whatever you want. (laughs) Which is your soul's purpose. (laughs) Is it your soul's purpose to get whatever you want? I mean, I guess not necessarily. (laughs) I mean, we definitely don't always get what we want. And that's part of like our lessons here. Mm -hmm. But communication makes things easier to achieve. You know, you don't always get what you want, but you can communicate to the people around you and make things a little bit easier. And sometimes not getting what you want forces you to be a better communicator. Because if you... Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Right? Totally. So... Like, if you ask one way and you don't get what you want, then you need to amend your message. And so that is something to think about with this transit. Yeah, if things are always going your way, you don't always have a need to work on your communication. But it's when things are kind of getting rough that having that skill really comes in handy. Yeah. And the other piece of the day ties into what we're just talking about here, about really articulating your message. Mercury moves on from Leo into Virgo. So Mercury rules two signs, Gemini, as we talked about yesterday when it was connecting with the North Node in Gemini, the sign that Mercury rules. But Mercury also rules Virgo, and that's where Mercury has moved to today on Wednesday. So the difference between Mercury in Gemini and Mercury in Virgo is Mercury in Gemini is like taking 
a thousand threads and sewing them into a quilt. Whereas Mercury in Virgo is taking one thing and deconstructing it piece by piece, looking at each piece individually, purifying each piece, knowing it inside and out, and then putting it back together whole. So Mercury in Virgo is a more inward sort of thought process. So it's really about getting into the details of your mind, learning how to speak with pristine clarity. Which means you have to understand yourself more. Mm, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, definitely much more introspective. Gemini's a little more external. The air signs are extroverted. Earth signs are introverted. So you're right on there. And I'll also note that Mercury, since it's really cruising right now, it's only going to be in Virgo until September 5th. So from today, August 19th to September 5th, it's in Virgo. It's a quick trip because Mercury is moving fast. So this is a time to really get to the details of your ideas, your dreams, your fantasy. Like, you got to write it down now. You've got to get to the all the nuts and bolts. Yeah, take advantage of this opportunity while it's here. Yes. Maybe our intention for the new moon can be part of this since it's happening in this short little window. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And I'll also mention some dates because it's fun to kind of look back to have an understanding of how a planetary transit through one sign affects you, how it might be affecting you moving forward. So the last time that Mercury transited Virgo was August 29th to September 14th, 2019. The time before that was September 5th to the 21st in 2018. So look back to those dates. That might give you insight on what to expect during this coming transit of Mercury in Virgo between August 19th and September 5th. Thursday, August 20th, the moon is in Virgo now, and the moon is aligning with the North Node today. So the emotions in the very critical, meticulous sign of Virgo, when the moon is in Virgo, we're really getting maybe a little fussy about the details. And that's okay, because you need the details in order to make the whole ship run. And so the moon will be connecting in a stressful way to the north node in Gemini, because Virgo is an Earth, and Gemini is an air, and Earth and air don't mix. So this is connecting your emotions, to how you communicate and you might be thinking to yourself I said too much (laughs) so what are the challenges you are facing in communicating the details of your emotions slowing down and seeing how you feel inside before you just blurt something out I think is a key to not saying too much just knowing what you want to say before you say it because I think that's where we get ourselves into trouble Mm, just thinking out loud yeah thinking out loud That's something like Mercury in Virgo doesn't do. It doesn't think out loud. It thinks in the mind and only speaks when it's absolutely appropriate to. Friday, August 21st. Now the moon has moved on to Libra. So Tuesday, the moon was in Leo, creating that new moon energy. 
by Thursday, we're looking at it again in Virgo, and then on Friday, it's in Libra. So now the emotions have gone to the sign of the scales. Balance. The give and take. Yes. Harmony. Grace. Equanimity. Relationships. The moon in Libra is all about your close relationships. The reason why we're talking about the moon in Libra is because today, on Friday, August 21st, it aligns with Uranus in Taurus. So, Uranus is the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, and independence. So when the moon connects to Uranus from Libra, there needs to be some sort of shift in the relationship in connection to the material. So what you want to be thinking about is what or who needs to evolve in your relationships. Could that also mean yourself? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Because you're a part of the relationship, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I guess half of it, right? So yeah, how can you evolve? What do you need to do to shift in order to make the relationship harmonious? It's not just the other person that needs to balance the scale. It's you. Yeah, I guess that's what the scales represent. Both parties weighing in on what what needs to change. Yeah. And it's always a back and forth when you put something on the scale. They kind of like, one goes down, the other one goes up for a minute before Mm -hmm. they balance out. Yes. So maybe thinking about that in terms of the give and take in the relationship. I change a little bit, you change a little bit, and they kind of eventually come to like a new normal as everyone adjusts to the new way of doing things. That's what's required is both people changing. Both people need to be changing. You hear that all the time in relationships, right? Where they're like, we grew apart because one person is changing and the other person is staying the same. Yeah, the scales are just completely out of whack. Mm-hmm. It's like constantly evolving. Because think of the balancing the, act. Yeah. Like think of the scales as like every time there's a change, you put like a penny on one side of the scale. So this person changes, there's a penny. So if you want to keep it balanced, the other person has to put a penny on the other side of the scale. But if you get to the point where there's like 10 pennies on one side of the scale and one penny on the other side of the scale, it's like... It's going to fall over. This is not working. Like, I'm changing and you're not. And now Saturday, August 22nd. The sun has left its home sign of Leo. So this is the last day or this is... This is the last day of the sun in Leo and the first day of the sun in Virgo. Oh, wow. It doesn't happen at like midnight. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought kind of that it did. (laughs) Yeah, it always happens at midnight in whatever time zone you're in. That's when the planet moves. (laughs) (laughs) What time does it happen at? It happens at a different time every year. Oh, okay. Every year. So it's just that day is the cusp. Yes. Okay. Every year, the sun moves into Virgo on either August 22nd or August 23rd. Every year. Some signs, the sun moves into that sign on only one day a year. Some signs, it alternates between two days. So this year, the sun moves in on August 22nd. But if you're in Australia, then it's happening on the 23rd. So, what this means is the sun was in this expressive sign, this extroverted sign, Leo, which is fire. It represents the playfulness of children. So, to balance the scale, so to speak, the sun moves into a sign that's very different. 
from the previous sign. That's how the signs alternate. They go from extroverted to introverted. So it was an extroverted Leo. Now it's an introverted Virgo. Next it will be an extroverted Libra. Then it will be an introverted Scorpio and so on and so forth. So it's about taking that energy, that excitement that we had when the sun was in Leo that like we can accomplish anything. This is amazing, you know, and I'm going to be so creative and I have all these ideas and all this stuff and and it's going to be great. Now it's about bringing that into reality, taking that enthusiasm and putting it to work to bring it to life. Because when it was in Leo, it was just about the excitement. When it's in Virgo, it's about, okay, we got to make a schedule and we've got to accomplish these seven tasks today so that we can accomplish the eight tasks tomorrow and so on and so forth. So this is about putting the pencil to paper, making the schedule, creating the list, getting organized so that all that excitement that you had can come into reality. Bringing your dreams to light by having a plan on how to get there. Yeah. So it's very important to make sure to dot your T's. (laughs) Dot your T's. And cross your I's. (laughs) The details are very important. Your eyes are crossed right now, Ingrid. They are. (laughs) Um, And so this is going to last until September 22nd. September 22nd. So this is your opportunity from August 22nd to September 22nd to get organized, to create your list. I'm a Virgo and I love lists. So do you have a list ready? Not yet. Well, you need to get on it today, Ingrid. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The week closes up Sunday, August 23rd. Now that you've created these great ideas and you've got a plan and a bunch of lists and a schedule to bring it into reality, you need your support team, your supporting cast. So again, the moon has now moved on to Scorpio. The moon in Libra, extroverted, it's about, hey, I'm Scott. Who are you? Let's be friends. Great. Then the moon moves into Scorpio. And it's like, now I'm stalking you. (laughs) I do not get that one. No, it's more like it just intensifies It's like now we're bonded. Like, I know your name, you know my name, but I know everything about you. You know everything about me. We're really close friends. It's like beyond just friends. It's like if you have a bad day and you share it with me, I'm going to feel bad. This is that deep karmic bonded energy. The stalking you part is this, you know, Scorpio. They're, They're the creepy scorpion that's in the corner that's lurking. It doesn't Scorpios are great people. Scott's a Scorpio. No. No? We're secretive, Ingrid. <laughs> oh my gosh, you got me like questioning my sanity over here. Good. That's what Scorpios do. They like to manipulate your mind. That is not true. So, <laughs> so the moon in Scorpio is now going to be in opposition to Uranus where it was connecting with Uranus a couple days ago from Libra, now that intensifies. It's a full opposition with the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, and independence. Can you just say what the moon in Scorpio means again? So the moon in Scorpio is the deepest, darkest place where the emotions can go. Scorpio is 
the sign that's symbolized by the scorpion. And the scorpion is that mysterious creature that makes no sound. And if you see it and blink, it might be gone into a crack under a rock. Where did it go? We don't know. What is it doing? That's anybody's guess. So it represents the world that exists beyond the material, the psychic realm, the realm that we can't sense with any of our five basic senses, but our six psychic sense can pick it up. Sometimes we know why we feel the way we do, and sometimes we kind of just don't. We just have a feeling. Yes. That's a sense that you should listen to because that's your intuition telling you something that needs to change or shift. Yes. Yes. I like that. Trusting your psychic intuition as it relates to your emotions. And Scorpio is also the sign of karmic bonds. So these are the bonds that you have with people where you feel like your soul is tethered to them, where if something happens to them, you're going to have an emotional response. So with the moon in opposition to Uranus, it's creating a shift in those bonds that you have with others. And whatever comes of that shift, you're trusting your psychic intuition in terms of your emotions. And maybe that tells you this person isn't necessarily right for this project. Yeah, just trusting your intuition, your gut instincts on about the people that you keep in your close personal circle. Mm -hmm. Yes. The important question is in what ways are your karmic bonds being shifted in your reality and how are they affecting your material security? Oh, it can definitely shake up your sense of security when your karmic bonds change all the people that you're really close with. Yes. But also not questioning your intuition on what needs to happen. Maybe something needs to change. Someone didn't do something bad or wrong, but maybe they just don't need to be as close to your personal circle anymore. Exactly. Totally. It doesn't need to be something super dramatic, though it could be, but it doesn't have to be. Some more subtle shifts? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Because the scorpion is subtle. Whatever happens, go with the flow. Keep moving. So that's it. That was Sunday? That was it. Oh, shit. Yeah. The week is over. The week is over. You made it through, Ingrid. Yay. <laughs> I'll see you next week. All right. Well, wrapping up the week... If you want to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Transit, we post every day uh, little tips on what we talk about here on the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. The Weekly Transit was edited by Ingrid Iversen. If you'd like to follow The Weekly Transit email, go to theweeklytransit.com. Or if you'd like a reading with Scott, theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit. The weekly transit.